I am Pastor Salvador Let Nava, and uh, I was, I am one of the friends of your pastor, and I thank him for trusting me to stand in this pulpit before all of you this morning. And I also thank each one of you for entrusting him for giving this pulpit to me this morning. <laughs> and the video that uh, you are going to see is something about uh, that will help you that you will realize how the blessings of your generosity to the Philippines. And needless to say that the U.S.-Philippine partnership is so broad and multifaceted. And I thank the Lord for this country for fighting the terrorism and poverty in the Philippines. And needless to say that Faith Baptist Church is the only church, as far as I know, who've been with us for 29 years. And the 29 years of our youth ministry is growing. And through that, nine churches has been established. And, I, and I'm praising the Lord for what He is doing in the Philippines. And I pray and I wish that if the Lord will give you a chance to visit the ministry that we are having there in the Philippines, please come, or probably if you will send your pastor to the Philippines someday, and don't worry, I'm going to give him a one-way ticket. <laughs> I would like to invite each one of you to travel for an eight-minute visit to the mission, to the youth ministry that you have been in your hearts. And I thank you and praising the Lord. It is only uh, my right to show that video to all of you. It's my reason is uh, it is going to be a scene to me if I fail to show that. And uh, I wish I know the limitations. It is only a video. Uh, but God knows my heart that I'm very thankful for your unfailing support every year. And uh, I am, I started to come here in your church when I was young and good looking. <laughs> and uh, it's probably the first time I came here, I am, I was 28 years old. Now I am 57 years old. Wow. 
And uh, I remembered there in Alabama three weeks ago, I came to a church. I was very early, so I was hungry. I needed breakfast, so I need to get to a restaurant, which is my favorite, and that is Waffle House. <laughs> and in Waffle House, of course, there's biscuit and gravy. <laughs> and I thank the Lord. <laughs> there's no buttermilk in there, and there's no sour sauerkraut either. <laughs> I believe there's biscuit and gravy in heaven. <laughs> and when I got in there, I'm about to order, uh, and the young lady said, uh, how are you, sweetie? <laughs> I said, that's in the South. It dawned on me that I need to thank God because my wife was not with me then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as I was eating my breakfast there, I realized that uh, she's greeting all the people there. How y'all, sweetie? How y'all, honey? <laughs> and then I realized then that that's the way she, that's her secret to have a big tip. <laughs> so when I come back to the Philippines, I would like my wife to call me sweetie <laughs> in order for her to have big tip from me. <laughs> so, I don't know. And uh, once again, before the message, I would like to ruin your heart first <laughs> by, by telling it to you that uh, it is really a wonderful moment that uh, I was able to come back here in here in Faith Baptist Church, Lebanon. And uh, don't worry, uh, some of you knew me already. And some of you who don't know me yet, I would like you to know that you are very fortunate. <laughs> and uh, as some of you know me, that uh, I still believe that blessed is the man that speaks short, for he shall be invited again. <laughs> and that's the reason why your pastor probably wanted me to come back. And because... Uh, as I preach, he looked at me on my time of preaching literally opposite on the way he preached. <laughs> <laughs> How are you this morning? And uh, please, for the sake of the time, I would like each one of you to open it, your Bible, the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Book of Joshua, chapter 24, 
verse 15. The Bible says, it is very familiar verse in you, but uh, this is the verse that uh, we're going to use based on what the Lord wanted us to know. And in verse 15, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. On a different angle of delivering the message using this passage, I would like to give you a simple thought concerning the greatest choice of life. From the cradle to the grave, we are faced with many important decisions. The choices of friends. And I'm glad I was chosen by your pastor to be one of his friends, although he doesn't have a choice. (laughs) The choice of professions, and I'm glad I am serving the King of Kings. The choice of a college and so many other things. Although we do not choose to be born, we do not choose who is going to be our parents. We do not choose what country of our birth. We do not choose the immediate circumstances of our lives. We do not choose on how and when to die within the realm of that choicelessness. At least God has given us the privilege on how are we going to live. Let me say this this morning that we make our choices and our choices make us. Choice produce acts, acts produce character, and character produce permanent. And this permanent decision has something to do with our relationship with God. And I want you to know that this greatest life choice, this is not a choice of vocation, though it is very important. This is not a choice of education, significantly as it may be. This greatest life choice is not a choice of who is going to be your mate. I remembered a man asked his father, And he was about to start looking for a mate. And the guy said, Father, teach me how to find the perfect one. 
And the father said, you need to differentiate first the word finish and complete. Well, what is finish and complete? And the father said, when you marry the right woman, you're complete. But when you marry a woman who loves shopping, you're finished. <laughs> Important as it be, ladies and gentlemen, the choice that Joshua was telling us has something to do with our relationship. And this is the most clearest and profound and forceful encouragement of Joshua to the people of Israel. And through the leadership of Joshua, we all know that God used him to complete the Exodus. And Joshua knew exactly that the people of Israel were facing a dangerous situation in their lives because the Canaanites were there. Paganism is Satan's stuff that they were facing. And now Joshua said in verse 14, Now therefore, fear the Lord. In verse 14, it said, Now fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And now in verse 15, God, I mean Joshua is advising them to choose. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day. Jesus said, you cannot serve God and mammon. And similar, the intensity of that command is the same thing that the Lord has given us. The right choice that we need to make. And as is done for the sake of the liberty and for the sake of the blessing that God is flowing to the lives of the people of Israel. Joshua said, you need to choose for the kingdom's sake. It is an important choice. And I would like to give it to you, this simple four points the nature of this choice. Number one, it is a necessary choice. You can underline the word choose. The word choose is in an imperative verb. The word choose is a form of command. It cannot be avoided. It is a directive which is obligatory. This is not a request. This important choice of life to choose God, it is very necessary. When God changed my life, 
God has given me the privilege to choose. And of course, I choose to serve the Lord. I came to my father, and I remember during the time, he was holding a beer, a bottle of beer, and I came to him, Father, I want to enter into a full-time ministry, meaning I'm going to go to the Bible college, and after that, I'm going to be a pastor. In his limited time, as he's holding the bottle of beer, he answered me and said, Let, what can you get in serving in the church? Can you get money out of that? Can you live a nice life of going to the Bible college and serving your God? But because I made up of my I made up my mind, I made up my life. Since the Lord has given me the eternal life, since Jesus changed my life, I face the necessary choice of my life, and I'm going to serve him. That's just what Jesus said, let you cannot serve God and material things. And I'm not regretting until today that I stood for the most important decision that I've ever made and serving him. And before they, before God took their lives, and this is the most important blessing that I receive. My father was a devout Catholic, but before he died, I was there in the Bible college. One day, during the chapel hour, he visited me, and God gave him the chance to listen to the preaching of the gospel. And you know what had happened? With one visitor in the chapel hour, non-student, my father, enlightened, understood the message of salvation. And right there and then, he received Jesus Christ. I want you to all know that there is a wonderful fruits. There is a wonderful product when you choose the necessary choice. And number two, Joshua said, choose you. It is a personal choice. Although Joshua is a captain of the horse, but he could not command the people to serve God. Yes, he is a good, a good war strategist. Yes, he is a good leader, but he could not force them. People must choose by themselves to serve God. My parents forced me to believe on Catholicism or Adventism. But God gave me the power and the wisdom that I have need to choose in my personal uh, understanding. 
And needless to say that I choose personally my Lord and my Savior. About salvation of many, praise God. It doesn't mean that if your parents were Christian, you will be automatically Christian. It's not. It doesn't mean that you are grew up in a Baptist church like this. Salvation is, will be upon you. No, it has nothing to do with, with that. You need to have a personal decision. Your pastor cannot save you. Your Sunday school teacher cannot save you. It is a personal choice. Choose the Lord Jesus Christ for your salvation. It is a necessary choice. It is a personal choice. Number three, it is an urgent choice. Joshua once again, he said, Choose you this day. Not tomorrow, not next week. Simply, this morning is, God is telling us that while death is certain, while life is short, we need to choose to serve God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 and 8, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart, because life is short. I'm near to death tonight than this morning. We will be nearing to death tomorrow than tonight. It is better for us to choose God. And God has given us the wisdom. God has given us the education. God has given us the houses. God has given us the cars. For all the blessings that God has given us, this will lead us to the last point. And that is a reasonable choice, a logical choice. Let's read verse 13 once again. And I have given you a land for which you did not labor, and cities which you build not, and you dwell in them of the vineyards and olive yards which you planted not to do ye it. Bear with me if I say this again, that uh, there are millions of Filipinos dreaming to come to the United States. There are many Filipinos who dream to be able to taste the wonderful blessings that you, are, you have here. And uh, if you are born in America, you have no choice. You are blessed. If you're born in America, you are in a country wherein God has been using to help the countries that has been devastated by terrorism, by paganism, by poverty. But I pray as a Filipino, I urge you, you Americans, that every day, every morning in your life, you don't deserve the blessings that you have. It's all about God. It's all, it's all about Jesus. This country 
the fruits that you are laboring, the blessings that you are living in. All of us are not worthy, but it's all because of God. It's only logical, it's only reasonable with all the blessings, with all the, the spiritual blessings that we are experiencing. It is only reasonable to choose God while there is time. And Joseph said once again, as for me and my house, this is my greatest choice of my life. We will serve the Lord while the time is there. 